So, Brian, I was uh, riffing on this idea today. I was thinking about this, and yeah. I, I run it past you, and you said, you know what? Let's just record it and see what happens. And I have no idea where this is going, <laughs> but I liked the topic name enough where I said, yeah, let's do it. Let's just do it. So the topic is doing the right thing. So Brian and I are going to talk about this a little bit, kind of riff on it, and we're going to bring you along for the journey today on Curiosity Continuum. Hey everybody, this is Brian. And this is Josh. Thank you for joining us today on Curiosity Continuum. For those of you tuning in for the first time, Curiosity Continuum is a podcast and movement started by two lifelong friends who want to spark your curiosity, help you integrate information, and enhance your everyday contextual awareness in a constantly changing world by sharing conversations with you that explore, examine, and reframe common practical topics. And if you want to receive updates when new content is available, and we really hope that you do, please be sure to hit subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you can receive notifications when there's something new to listen to. And we appreciate everybody that listens for engaging with us and sharing your own curiosities with your friends and with us as we explore topics together. And as always, you can find us on curiositycontinuum.com and on our social media accounts. We love your feedback and hope we can start a conversation with you soon. All right, Josh. Doing the right thing. Let's just break down the title first, mm -hmm. just to get into this conversation. Sure. Right? First word, doing. Uh, an action. Which is an action. An action. It's an action verb because you can't passively do the right thing. No. Right. You could passively like not do evil. Sure. But, but you, you, can't, can't you can't passively do, do good. good. Exactly. And that's where I think some of the conversation today is really happening around. Um, people's engagement and things like social injustice and things like that, being an active doer of the right things, not just not doing the wrong things. It's a very different stance. It's the golden rule versus the silver rule. Golden rule says, do unto others as you would want done to you. And the silver rule is, don't do unto others like you don't want done to you. Right. And it's it sounds like it's about the same thing, but it's actually very different implications. One's a passive and one's an active. And Josh LeGrew has summed up. All that the right entire there. episode, and now we're done today on Curious <laughs> Continuum. But no, but this is what we're talking about. We're talking about passive people versus active people. And Brian knows me. I'm a super passive person. Like, I love everybody, and I just want everybody to be happy and peace and love and harmony. And I know, though, that that is not always the case. And I do feel that there are times that we need to speak up. And I feel that one of the, that this is, might be one of those times not to speak up in the sense that maybe the listener is thinking of where this is going to be another one of those uh, podcasts you turn on and you're going to hear some rant about some social injustice or some thing why we should be giving somebody a voice. I think, first of all, everyone should have a voice. And as I've been personally, you know, everybody... Hey, just a big spoiler here. I'm a white guy. Okay. So <laughs> I've been having a lot of uh, emotions and things going on the last five, six weeks anyway. And so everything else on top of this has made me really think about some of the things maybe I did in the past. And was it right, wrong, whatever. But 
I look at it now as not really was it right or wrong before, but what do I do going forward? Because as human beings, and Brian have ta- Brian and I have talked about this a lot of times, we cannot go backwards. We can only go forward. So what do we do going forward to change some of the things that maybe we've done that were wrong and we didn't even realize they were wrong? So it was kind of an ignorance maybe or even a... Maybe not even not even on the level of ignorance, just like totally oblivious to the fact that something was going on. Yeah, and the fact that it's Josh and I have had these conversations, and we're we're actively listening to one another. When Josh said that everybody should have a voice, that means that others are giving the turn to let somebody speak, which is really important because there are a lot of times when people are more interested in being heard than listening to somebody else speak. And I also think that sometimes when someone speaks, sometimes a defense mechanism of other people is to talk and not let that voice be heard. And so I have, first of all, like actively been dampening my own instincts to like talk. Because if somebody says like, well, I don't feel like I had a voice, and I would be like, I would try to counter that right away with a social argument or even just a conversation. But I feel it's sometimes important. It's almost like being married in a way. Like sometimes my wife just wants to talk. And as a husband, it took me a long time to realize that sometimes she just wants to talk and I don't have to actually solve the problem instantaneously, but it's more important that I listen. And so I've taken some of those cues, honestly, into like my everyday social life where when somebody's talking, sometimes I just want to listen and maybe not actively talk. Yeah. Sometimes the best thing you can do is something very simple that doesn't seem like it might mean anything to you, but those things are really significant. And to actively do something and actively show a stance by being loving and compassionate, there's a very famous example uh, from Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. And it's funny to me that my children actually don't really know who Mr. Rogers is, only like from documentaries and things like that. And I'm actually very happy to see him uh, put out now into the public space again as far as documentaries and movies. I feel like we need more Mr. Rogers in our world today. So uh, May 9, 1969, Officer Clemens is a black police officer officer on the show. And they uh, come together and they put their feet into a little swimming pool right? because it was such a big deal at the time. And there wasn't a big fanfare on Mr. Rogers' neighborhood. Hey, look, you know, uh, Mr. Rogers and Officer Clemens are doing this. But they uh, broke down a color barrier just very simply that way. And that was something at that time, too, was very potent. I think it even speaks today for that. Do you know that that man, the actor who played Officer Clemens, remembers that those acts of kindness to this day? And that's really important because sometimes you might be so far away from other people who live in a different city or a different way of growing up, but I guarantee you that there's somebody around you that if you just listen to an individual, it starts to make it not as big or not as like, uh, I'm not, I don't know what to do, so I won't do anything. Right. You know, those type of things really help you talk on a personal level. And then you understand that people are people and they have their different views and they, you can be friends with those folks. Exactly. And sometimes you might not uh, agree on everything, but don't try to solve everything in the big picture. Start solving your own world. 
listen to your neighbor, listen to your coworkers, listen to somebody at your church or wherever, you know, uh, you go, you know, go sit down at the bar with somebody and like, listen to them talk sometimes. That's helpful because now you're actually actively learning. Yeah. And this goes down to like what we're talking about, like doing the right thing. And right now I think the right thing to do is listen to people. And it's always the right thing to do. You should always be mm-hmm. actively listening. And I, when I say actively, I say don't zone out and just kind of like let them talk, but actually listen to them. Because sometimes, even though they might be saying something that you may not agree with, I think like 99% of us could really find a common ground with people. Okay, so let's let's now uh, go to word three in the title, doing the right thing. Okay. Now, this could be many podcasts or entire uh, movements or whatever like that, but saying right assumes there's right and wrong. So now we're talking about the moral framework. Right. And so this is really where Correct. there's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> you are not left. You are right, right. and correct and right. uh, stuff. Yes, right. Right. <laughs> That is a larger conversation that as we have diversity of worldviews and other things, it's like, what is the right thing? See, because oftentimes in our not listening to folks, we assume that we know that they know what we know and I know what they know. Correct. And therefore we've automatically agreed. But there's a lot of things, you know, like if you're a slippery enough talker, you can kind of get people to agree on something that actually don't agree on you know yeah it's hard to find common ground it's hard sometimes it is to do that. and it's a it's a hard conversation but i think it's a worthwhile conversation and i had this i had a friend that i was talking to today and um just like a context she's a black woman who's a gamer and so we were talking just a few we were just having a few conversations because i don't have a lot of interaction with her, but I was having some conversation with her and she is a friend and I do consider her a friend. And we were talking. And the one thing that got out of this, that I got out of this was that she also says something like, I don't like when people are offended for me. So just so you know, she's like a very, interesting person to talk to because she gets a lot of different conversations for a lot of different people, but she doesn't think a lot of the things that are going on in the large, like the smaller picture of society, like between individuals are as important as what's going on as the whole. You know what I mean, Brian? Mm. Mm-hmm. And so you. she like, she said, like she told me like, I don't like when people think that I'm offended when I'm not. And I think Mm. that that is part of the listening. And I told her, I said, well, I'm listening to you. What do you, are you saying? Like, what are you, you know, because I think sometimes uh, people that like me, like I I, I hate to use that term like me, but just the white male in society. Like we think that if somebody, you know, if it's offensive to us, it's going to be offensive to them or to other people. And it's not necessarily, they don't see it as a problem. You know, it's not like like a white actor being cast in a black role for voice or something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
Like and sometimes like they don't like people don't see that as a problem, but we take it as a problem. And so I really do feel that like the right thing to do. And that's what we're talking about right now. The word right is to listen. Mm hmm. We um, we come armed with assumptions about things. Correct. Because it kind of creates a, a mental shortcut in our brain to go, oh, well, then I know how this is going to go. Right. But you don't necessarily. I think, I think also the brain wants a shortcut to the end. <laughs> like we want to do the the hard work very quickly. And society as a whole moves at a glacial pace. So everybody has to catch up with everybody else. And then everybody moves forward together. You know? So, yeah. I mean, like that happened in the past, you know, with, you know, a- attitudes for you know, when Martin Luther King and all that, even before that, it, it's like everyone has to come up at the same time and some people are faster than others. So we have to wait for everyone else to catch up. So it kind of, it moves at a very slow pace, but once it moves, it moves and it is that very slow ship that we turn, you know? And we as a, a human being society really have the ability to change. Mm-hmm. And we have the ability to, to um, absolutely you know, do re- reevaluate something. Um, we are not the animals in the animal kingdom that it's only by instinct that we live. We can have discourse. We can have conversation. We can change our mind. We can, you know, uh, move to, to whatever continent we want to go and whatever city we want to live in and do what we want to do in large sense. You know, like I don't like my dog. I love my dog. But my dog, if she came to me and said, you know, dad, uh, thinking about move, moving to, uh, you know, to Canada or something like yeah. that, I'd be like, Zena, first of all, I, I, if my dog could actually talk, I would be going to Las Vegas and like propping up a show to like cash flow my dog. It requires a, a laying down of pride where if you assume that you were, I'll say it this way. Uh, I, I actually dated a girl years ago. And she said it this way. She goes, you can be correct without being right. And that has actually stuck with me over the years. It's, like, it's actually true, which is kind of unfortunate, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's a good, it's a good piece of information it because is. you can have something correct, but it doesn't mean you've gotten it right. And, <clears throat> or you can actually do something wrong and still win. Yeah. You know, and that's the same, like another flip side of the coin, kind of. Talking about like the lesser of two evils is another topic probably for another day. The fact that human beings can sense that there's a right and wrong, and they also can choose to engage or not engage, that just tells me, again, it reinforces the beauty of the design of human beings, to be able to have that ability to be able to do that. Honestly... Parts of me are like, wow, the, the world hasn't burned itself down to a crisp, you know, many, many millennia before we've gotten on this earth, you know? Right. So I don't know how to land the plane here, Josh. Well, um, I just want to say like sometimes doing the right thing is not always the easy thing and doing the hard thing may not be the right thing, but as people, we have that choice and that is really a gift that I think that we should all think about um, on our day-to-day journey through life that sometimes we, you know, we have the actual choice to either do the right thing or do, or do nothing, or even the right thing might be nothing. 
But that choice is what's important. And be aware that you're making a choice even by not making that choice. Right. Not to sound so like, you know, philosophical on it. But but uh, no choice is a choice. <laughs> yep. So when you say to yourself, well, I don't have a choice, you do. You're ha- you have a choice and you chose not to do something. And so I think that's about as good a place as any to end this, huh, Brian? I think so, yeah. I want to end with a quote by Mother Teresa, and I won't probably get all the wording correct, but when somebody asks Mother Teresa, you know, like, like, what does your prayer life look like or something? She goes, you know, I spend time listening to God. And they go, what does God say? And she said, he listens back. Right. And I think that's a great quote to consider, that sometimes just listening to one another is a profound act. Until next time, this is Brian. This is Josh. For Curiosity Continuum.